When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Third quarter, 29-6, and led by two metres, under pressure, but sticking on as Hammers Law. Egret with work to do, still eight metres off the lead. Royal Charlotte battles on. Kai Valley Hotspur going OK, but uh, needs the uh, Garrard sprint lane into the straight. It's Golden Sunset in front. The outside still coming, Hammers Law. The leader, Golden Sunset, Hammers Law, and over on the inside, Royal Charlotte. Royal Charlotte's coming through. Royal Charlotte's poked the nose in front. Royal Charlotte has beaten Golden Sunset, Hammers Law. And then Egret from Kai Valley Hotspur, Naked Ambition, Central Otago, Ebony's Avenger. Royal Charlotte winning the Lifestyle Communities Trot. And again, and what I was most impressed with, and I mentioned this on the night, Juanita Breen running the same lead time two weeks in a row with the same horse, Golden Sunset, 46.5. Uh, the internal clock's working perfectly upstairs for Juanita Breen, which is something no one's ever said about me, that is for sure. Uh, she just over-raced, though, Golden Sunset. She wasn't quite the same horse she was last week. Royal Charlotte, and we got this preview, we got this before the race that her they'd taken her shoes off because of how wet the track was, and I'll probably let you elaborate on that, Steve, on what that means and why you would do it and why every horse doesn't do it, I suppose, when it's wet. Hammers Law, Egret, there was a lot of good runs behind and Royal Charlotte really was zippy over that last 200 metres and uh, maybe that was just the shoes off, Steve. Uh, can you elaborate on that a bit further? I can't a lot. I've, uh, I'm not really into training of the trotter. Um, it's something that I haven't done. I haven't had a trotter in my stable since I was about 19, I think. So we're talking a fair while, nearly 20 years. Um, and I know it's very big in the Europeans to take their shoes off and let them race barefoot. I don't know about the wet track side of things, whether she just gets into the track too much and the barefoot just lets her sort of skim across the top. I'm not sure. So uh, mm. that one is more for one of the trotting experts. I'm not even going to attempt to try and make something up. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd rather be straight up. Up and say, look, honestly, I, I, I don't, don't know enough about mm. that. So, uh, yeah, I can't elaborate on it, but it's uh, it's worked wonders. But in saying that, like she's been racing quite well. She's just a headstrong little filly that you just got to go with. Um, you know, like I interviewed Joshy before a race at Melton going back uh, a few weeks ago, I think it was the 11th of November, and he drew out beside the front, and I said, are oh, you going forward or back? And he goes, don't ask me. He said, you ask the horse, and, you know, the horse has pulled off the gate, and he just had to go forward and, and then tired, but getting that inside barrier draw, uh, being able to just come off the gate and, and keep her a little bit settled and let uh, let Juanita Breen go to the front on Golden Sunset was just a perfect drive by Joshy Duggan, because she's always got that sprint at the finish when they don't have to use her up early, mm. and she showed that again Saturday night. It was a great win. And uh, unfortunately, I threw in a heap of value for this race for the quaddy leg. I backed Golden Sunset each way, not just for the Black Booker, but for myself. And uh, yeah, the only one that I didn't have in the quaddy at big odds was Royal Charlotte. So she put us out of the quaddy on uh, SE and track Saturday night. But uh, look, it was, as I said, it was great to see her back in the winner's stall. She's doing a great job. Uh, the owners are having a lot of fun with her. So, yeah, good to see her back winning again. Golden Sunset. Look, 
you know, we spoke last week. She was so relaxed last week. She was, even when Ida said, you know, she's just a little bit different to how she normally is. Well, she fired up a little bit this week, so that doesn't surprise you because of the horse that she is. But hopefully she can hold it together because I think that run will top her right off. I mean, she's only gone down a neck, um, you know, two runs for the prep for a first and a very close second. She's She looks like this could be her uh, prep. She's, she's sort of shown it before and never gone on with it, but I think she can now. She just seems to have matured that little bit. And old Hammer's Law, talking about mature, well, he's, he's about as mature as they come. Uh, this old bloke, and he just keeps running good race after good race after good race. He's had 166 starts, and uh, he's still around the money, you know, week in, week out. He just keeps on punching on. And Egret was good coming three wide without cover, too. He had to make up some ground in the last half, coming from last, and, and stuck on well for fourth, and only getting beaten 5.7 metres. Kai Valley Hotspur as well found the line quite well. But uh, behind them... Not much to really talk about, but, yeah, the top four I thought were very good. Well, for the next race after the back of Royal Charlotte, I did take my shoes off and put them on the, and leave them on the desk on Trot's Vision, which has got a few people talking, actually, Steve. Just me being my usual silly self, but it, it didn't help. I didn't get the winner of the IRT pace. To the turn, a metre in front, still travels well, but Whiskey Cavalier keeps giving the outside, and they've drawn away from daylight at dawn. It's Ideal Escape into the straight. A metre clear, Whiskey Cavalier still coming. Ideal Escape now called on. Whiskey Cavalier about a metre away. Ideal Escape keeps finding, though, and Ideal Escape's going to be too good. He gets the upper hand late and draws clear, and Ideal Escape wins it. Ideal Escape has won it from Whiskey Cavalier in a photo for third. Out wide sand, they finish really quickly, and Millennium. Then raw for He's an interesting horse, Ideal Escape. He's had 9, 10, 11 stable changes or some phenomenal amount of stable changes. He's given him a crack at different spots in his career and he comes down to Julie Douglas. He's racing really well now. And, well, that lead rate, the lead time 46-1 is moderate at best for this level of horse once he got to the front and got it so cheap. He was always going to be really hard to beat, home in 27-9, 27-1. And when they run so slow for that first, what, uh, 1,400 metres, it, it always ends up every horse behind didn't go poorly, nearly, if that makes sense, Steve. And uh, I don't know, uh, it was Juanita Breen who said it was such a shame Silent Major and Fighties came out of the race because it really sort of weakened the depth of the race and a lot of the variables out of the race as well because they're such class commodities, those two. And it was just uh, Ideals Escapes race uh, to win and... Uh, it was basically on a platter for him. Yeah, it was. It was served right up. Uh, like you say, slow lead rate. He's got such good gate speed. They they did say they haven't been driven in without it because uh, he's mm. been finding the line better. But I think those couple of confidence runs uh, just gave him that extra bit of confidence that we have to go forward in this race no matter what. If we do go back, we're probably giving the race away. Use that gate speed. The horse is full of confidence, and uh, he just, you know, I mean, top of the straight. Whiskey Cavalier was really sort of sticking it to him, but once he balanced up, he just put a gap on him very, very comfortably, and uh, Alan didn't do too much work. And i tell you what about Alan, um, Toby. He, here's a stat for you. I know you're a stat guy. So you mm. spoke to Alan uh, a couple of weeks ago, and... Yeah. You absolutely moz the poor girl because, yeah, uh, you know, she, she didn't drive a winner for 
3,478 starts after you spoke to her. Yeah. And then you, after you didn't call her last time, her mm. last eight drives, she's picked up four winners. So I don't think she'll be answering your phone calls ever again. So uh, there's a little stat for you for Alan Tormey. If you hear her on SEN track with Toby interviewing get her, off. maybe get off. <laughs> get uh, off. Just, yeah, yeah, just don't back her. So, yeah, <laughs> Alan's shown what? that when you don't call her, she, uh, she gets in a really fine form. And, and what's there? Yeah, the one, the time before was even worse, Steve. When uh, it was, Tasmania. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's not going to that. They shouted the best book of drive you've ever seen, and they after the show they changed them all, which they reckon yeah. there was a whole heap of reasons why. But uh, being a Victorian, I'm a little bit dubious about it because I'm just so passionate about them. Uh, race nine yeah. it was the waste since. I just Scott. sorry, Tokes. Yeah. Whisk while you're off on a tangent. Uh, Whiskey Cavalier gets a refresh in our little black book off that run as well. It's been ultra consistent. It's three runs in the black book so far. have been second, fifth, second, and gets another go. And Sanday goes into my little watch list as well. It hit the line very good. So uh, there's a little insight to the watch list. Plenty of lists up there uh, that you've got going, Steve. I've got, mate. My Excel spreadsheets are all over the place, I can tell you. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, the way said strut was the final race of the night, and with about two minutes before nominations closed, Chris Sinacio threw two horses in, Queen of Quebec and Elder Baron Demi, and that didn't work out too bad for him. Honey Bunny, about a metre Queen of Quebec, who's breathing down the leader's neck now. Uh, then came the sergeant on the outside as Elder Baron Demi from El Rosamo. Off the back, 29-6, third quarter. Queen of Quebec put a nose in front of Kai Valley Honey Bunny. Elder and Demi's coming out now. Then the sergeant into the straight. It's Queen of Quebec the leader from Kai Valley Honey Bunny. The outside Elder and Demi's getting home but it's Queen of Quebec from Elder and Demi and battling on Kai Valley Honey Bunny from El Rosamo. Queen of Quebec led from Elder and uh, Demi is going to get close but it's Queen of Quebec. Queen of Quebec's won it from Elder and Demi. El Rosamo finished off well to grab third. Fourth home now, I know you said, Steve, you haven't trained many trotters, but I'm sure there's something about keeping the bit in her mouth, Queen of Quebec, which Chris Sinatio, well, Ross Payne was doing it perfectly well, and he's just having a few weeks off at the moment, Ross Payne, but uh, Chris Sinatio probably learnt from Ross and how to do it, and he just sort of, you've got to hold that bit, and I'm doing the hand actions for anyone that can't see because we're on a medium called radio, but he holds the bit up in her mouth, and that just seems to keep her trotting, and she trotted absolutely beautiful, and she was never in doubt, Queen of Quebec. Elder Baron Demi's had about three starts in 10 days and performed really well again. El Rosamo was good. And one uh, that uh, my beautiful colleague Kirsten Graham picked up, the sergeant ran a pretty good race at big odds to be only beaten 11 metres. And when he goes well, the sergeant, he goes really well. Yeah, no, Queen of Quebec just seems to be really working it all out. She's only a four-year-old. She's been, you know, a little bit headstrong and a little bit rough and a little bit, you know, all over the shop at times. But now she seems to have matured a bit. And as you say, Chris and Ross just, when they drive her, you never see them let that bit go. And, and it's probably not just trotters, any horse. You keep the bit up in their mouth and they think that they're feeling better than what they actually are. 
if you throw the reins at them and, and let them drop that bit, then you can sort of put a horse under pressure. But uh, Queen of Quebec just perfectly balanced up. Chris even pulled the uh, the hood off her to see what she could do, and, and she just found the line beautifully, never looked in doubt, and, uh, yeah, it was just too good. So it was worth putting in the late nomination for her and Aldebaran Demi, who I thought found the line really well the last 50 metres, really closed in, and only got beaten 1.7 metres in a 29-2 last quarter. El Resimo found the line well. Kai Valley Honey Bunny, I thought, went well after mm. finding the lead. Worked, you know, ran the gate fairly quickly. And as you say, the sergeant, it uh, stuck on quite nice for a fifth. Uh, the other three uh, were well back. And Elder Barandino, yeah, he's just uh, something, as we said last week, something's not right up up probably up top with him. He's just not, uh, not wanting to play the game. So... He actually goes out of our black book this week. That was his third run back, and he hasn't done anything for us in those three starts. But all hats off to Queen of Quebec. He he has done that before, Elder Barandino, where he just sort of almost refuses to trot. He just, just would not yep. go on uh, in the score up. And, yeah, Queen of Quebec, well, it is his third win on Queen of Quebec, Chris Sinosio. It's not like he's hasn't driven at a winners before, but I think people picked up what I was putting down. And what about Kyvelli Honey Bunny? She was galloping in the score up, gets down trotting, got a flyer at the gate, and then just Tristan Larson said, "Oh well, we may as well just roll to the top." So she she went from uh, boiled lollies to chocolates very quickly, and yeah, a couple of good runs in there for uh, the last race uh, on the card on Saturday night that we will cover.